0: It's the Holiday Bumper. Well, whoop de doo (laughs) Welcome to a rebroadcast edition of the WHM, uh, was it an on-screen, of the Star Wars Holiday Special? It is, and it might as well be an animation damnation. Uh, there's a large cartoon sequence in this. I totally forgot about that.
1: Oh, yeah. There's there's also, um, what is it, Chewbacca's family's hanging
0: out? Oh, Chewbacca's family, man. That's some of the worst shit you'll see. Speaking better, of, of...
1: better depiction of Kaishkook, or whatever <laughs> yeah. this is called, <laughs> than in the prequels. As I was gonna say, That's speaking true. of
0: uh, Chewbacca's family, you'll listen to Chris Cabin on this episode. Um... <laughs> That's right. Chris Cabin is on this episode. Now, this was a thing. Distant cousin of Chewbacca. He is a woodland <laughs> creature. <laughs> <laughs> this was back when we were putting out stuff, um, you know, just on uh, our the, the Libsyn app, uh, you know, which, which we don't do anymore. If you haven't noticed that, we don't do that anymore. And if only because uh, we're gearing up to start a Patreon at some point in 2016. So yep. that's that. But... We wanted everybody to be able to enjoy the, the Star Wars holiday special conversation. It's, it's a perfect time to do it. We've got Force Awakens coming out on Friday. It is the holiday season. So, the, you know, you got to get all this stuff out there. It, it's a perfect mixture of things. <laughs> right. Although we won't
1: have a Hoff a hoth christmas this year yes because that's the white christmas
0: of right (laughs) yeah that's true right yeah no we've got global warming summer christmas right yeah what's happening
1: tatooine christmas
0: (laughs) man whm presents a tatooine christmas (laughs) i'd sign on sweating it out in tunisia man all right so continue enjoying whm star wars week hashtag whm star wars week this is us talking about the holiday special. Steve Sadek has one more announcement. Uh, if you haven't already, you should go and download our, uh, and purchase, by the way, our uh, commentary on Revenge of the Sith, because it's out there. It's awesome. Yeah, I it's think. the uh, Revenge of the Sith-mentary. It's out now. Uh, and at the time of this recording, let me just say, as far as I know, uh, and it will be available other places, but right now, as of this moment, only available on cdbaby.com. Uh, But eventually, in the coming weeks, depending upon how long, you know, different uh, websites' delivery systems take, you know, it'll be available wherever digital music is sold. But for right now, CDBaby.com, search We Hate Movies, all our commentaries are there, including our latest one. It's the best and fairest price you're going to get, first and foremost, right? That's true. Yeah. That's pretty true. So CDBaby.com, WHM Commentary, Revenge of the Sithmentary, out now. You make something so bad and it's so universally reviled that you say on a talk show you wish you could find every copy and set it on fire. It's the one time I'm agreeing with him. It's the one time I'm in complete agreement with him. He should pay the money
1: to do it. Well, shouldn't he have said that again about uh, episode one?
0: I even forget Episode like. two. I mean, that would take a lot of money. <laughs> well, no, actually, I mean, he could probably cut that up for cheaper. But to find every co- like, because there's probably VHS copies. It was probably like handed around at some point, like you know, bootleg tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this this was. was a big. It's like that Mister Show sketch, right, where they do the um, it's the service for bootleg videos. It's like you call a number, and then Brian Posehn shows up, like. Hey, guys. And it's like, when you hear, hey, guys, turn around and your bootleg video delivery boy will be like, this was one of those tapes that was like, hey, guys, I got the Star Wars holidays. It special. kind of reminds there's the, uh, a, that really great documentary, uh, uh, Shut Up, Little Man, oh, <laughs> about yeah. the tape in San Francisco that went around. It reminds me a little bit of that. Welcome to WHM On Screen, a special holiday edition, uh, right in time for, for, for Christmas and the new year and all that good stuff. We're chatting about the Star Wars Holiday Special from 1978, directed by Steve Bender, um, sitting here. Uh, I'm Andrew Jupin, sitting here with Eric Siska and Chris Cabin.
1: i exci- I got I to got tell you, I got excited for a second. I thought you were going to introduce Steve Bender to the program. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty great. He
0: actually, didn't he direct something kind of big? Oh, I have
1: no idea. I mean, this is his, this is quite a
0: splash. I mean, his his name sounds familiar, but I don't know for sure on that one. I kind of want to find it cuz I thought it was something and I was like, wow, this dude kind of directed a thing, but then he also directed the fucking Star Wars Holiday Special. I mean, that, that happens all the time. I mean, I mean, and this, I mean, it happens all you the call time. this you call it the Star Wars Holiday Special. It really should be the infamous star wars holiday special the yeah. word infamous or notorious <laughs> should be in the title i feel hey so he directed something well before this in 1964 called the tammy show if you can ever check I, this out it's an amazing it's like a tv broadcast that they just they compiled on this dvd it's all these old musical acts uh classic acts like when they were really young I just heard performing this, yeah. on this show and it's like. The Beach Boys, Chuck Berry's doing a thing. James Brown does an amazing performance. So that guy directed that. And then he directed the infamous <laughs> Star Wars holiday special. Now, Eric, do you want to try to explain a little bit about uh, what happens in this? Because this is, it's like a variety show. It's a Star right. Wars That's a classic, Brady Bunch variety show. It's
1: classic 70s mold. Um, you got to have you know you got to have your comedy you got to have your your song and dance and stuff like that so
0: your animated interlude
1: the premise is basically that han solo and chewbacca are um being fought by recycled footage
0: from the first star wars movie <laughs> they're being fought uh, uh they're being attacked by c-roll yeah the empire is in hot
1: <laughs> pursuit again and again and again using the same shots and then they got to get down to kushk I don't know if I'm pronouncing Kersh- it. There's Kersh- like Kersh- seven
0: K's in this, this There's name. There's
1: three Y's in a row, which I just don't know what to do with. And, <laughs> and my last name is Siska. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you can't figure it out, nobody can. So they're it's going- probably a name that only like Bjork could sing. <laughs> yeah.
1: She should really ha- she should have a song about Life Day
0: and the the uh Wookiee homeworld. It's probably like Yeah, no, you know what it is? It's a fucking Sigur Ross lyric. <laughs> yes. like that's, Chewbacca comes from a Sigur Ross song.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tw- Twenty-minute track.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so they're trying to get there. They're
1: trying to get there for Life Day, which is basically um the Christmas of Wookiees where all their family members have to get together and, like, stay under one roof for a day because Chewbacca doesn't really care about his family. He's just no. running around the universe. But what's crazy about this movie is it, like, it introduces, it's like, and introducing Chewbacca's family. Get
0: um, the fuck out of here. He's got a Ed, wife,
1: no. a kid, and his goddamn old man is still his living around the house. His father. Named Itchy. <laughs>
0: fuck you george lucas are you kidding me and his
1: kid's named lumpy
0: <laughs> oh man and and
1: i i'm pretty sure that mrs chewbacca is just chewbacca recycled with some with some like mascara on dude or...
0: it's it's chewbacca's costume with lipstick on yeah. her name is mala by the way that i remember <laughs> am, am i the only one who like always thought like of course i'm not the only one because it's fucking obvious but thought of chewbacca as a loner yeah he, and he had like yeah. his tribe back at home but he probably just like mated with several different well, other wookies i don't just think he dude had... he's just getting down on Kersh. Well, that's what he's doing.
1: Yeah. He might have been, you know, I mean, I think this is one theory. Now, I don't know much about Chewbacca, but <laughs> I think there is uh, some people who say that, like, oh, he was like an imperial slave at one point Uh uh-huh, because, uh-huh. like, they're strong. So you're going to use and obviously a fascist government just resorts to slave labor. So he's a rebel, like a lone yeah. rebel.
0: Right. Exactly. So Chewbacca is kind of like a Jean Valjean sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're, like we're thinking here, class it up. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> never thought of him coming home to, like, a roasting Bartho steak or whatever the fuck they're making. Yeah, in- no way. I never thought of that, really, honestly. Yeah, he, I, never did. I
1: got to see Chewbacca's shitty house he has that he's kind of behind on the mortgage on. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's yeah. not a great pad. <laughs> no. It's not. It it's you know what it's kind of a little bigger than like an ewoks apartment he's just got like this <laughs> desk in the corner just covered with paper he's trying to find out if he's got the budget for a jacuzzi <laughs> because to, with chewbacca dude he's one of those guys where it's like the little things in life yeah right so like you know you go out in space you're traveling around the galaxy getting to all these adventures to try to make some money but when you're home all you care about is like You know, maybe you'll get to take the space RV down to the shore, do some casino gambling, maybe. Chewbacca's a guy that's got a lot of Marlboro miles, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to save up for the boat, like the Marlboro boat. So, yeah, he wants a hot tub in that shitty tree He wants to kick back and watch the Wookiee Bears against the, like, Kershkine Giants or whatever the fuck. He just yeah. wants to be left alone, do his thing, because he's been out with goddamn Han Solo hopping around the universe. Yeah, exactly. Speaking
1: of which, if, if they would just televise uh, Wookiee football here, I would be a huge
0: fan. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> I, would I, know nothing about s- yeah, I would never go I know back. nothing
0: about sports. I would know everything about that sport. Uh, note to Vince McMahon, who I know is listening. <laughs> sure, the XFL failed, but you ever think about the WFL, the Wookiee Football League? I don't even need to be real Wookiees, frankly. I could just have people in, in Chewbacca just suits. Big old motherfuckers hey. in Wookiee costumes. That's <laughs> really the, all I need. Now that
1: Disney owns Star Wars, come on. Right the, right the, for it, the, man. How about the SWF yeah. or whatever?
0: <laughs> Dude, it's like the Wookiee League like goes up against... like. The Stormtrooper League? Yeah. That would be pretty sick.
1: Oh, yeah. And then there would be a team of Boba Fetts, a team of Darth <laughs> Vaders,
0: you know? Uh, hey, so one thing I did not expect going into this was to see a comedy legend slum it harder than I've ever seen a comedy legend slum I, it before.
1: I saw that. I was, I was like, I wish he died before, this, before here, he was
0: in this. Here comes Art Carney. Yeah. Art Carney, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as some sort of uh, like a trading post operator who's like a also shop owner. He's friends yeah.
1: with the with the Bakas. He's like a human who's like I'm going to live in the frontier in the native wild. Like I'm going to open a trading post next to all these savages.
0: It's kind of like Wilfred Brimley in that Battle for Endor. Just living out there, fucking yeah. that rabbit,
1: you know <laughs> away from the laws of man.
0: Yeah, get 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 your hands off my space bucks. Like that's Art yeah. Carney's kinda like the same thing. But, like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna live out here now. That's fine. But at least Art Carney seems to be productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got a store. He kind of is like contributing a, to the society. He's also very low on the totem pole, but he is involved in the resistance. Or so he says to Princess Leia when they Skype for a little bit later in this. <laughs> this fucking thing, by the way, 90 minutes with commercials. How dare you? How fucking <laughs> dare you 90 minutes of my life sucked away with this? I like you just get like it could have been five hours, honestly, cause you just, you're stuck in it. And you think it's never going to end. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I purposely did not look at the time code on my computer mm-hmm. because I was like, you know what? It's going to be one of those things where like you sit in a room with the lights turned off in the complete darkness. And then after like 10 minutes, they say you have no idea how much time has passed. That's what this is like. Watching the Star Wars holiday special. After 10 minutes, you have no idea how much time has passed. You don't know when it's going to be over because there's no real story. No. So it, it, it could end at any point.
1: We should put it on a loop for, like, um, terrorists and, and prisoners. Dude, for Guantanamo.
0: Hey, hey, George Lucas, here's what you do with it. You sell it to the United States government. And we play it on a loop in a fucking torture chamber in Guantanamo Bay.
1: They're going to use my film as a weapon. <laughs>
0: Well, do you think that was the one thing Disney was like, okay, not having? Like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, wanted... I'll throw in the rights to the holiday special <laughs> well, for free. You know we'll no. pay another
1: billion just not to have it. <laughs>
0: We're not putting our name on it.
1: <laughs> Apparently, this never made it out of VHS.
0: It sure. never made it onto VHS? Like, people
1: just recorded the broadcast. It's interesting that it never was released like, in any medium.
0: Yeah, well, he, he totally disowned it right after it aired. It only aired once on TV. So that was, I mean, that was it. Like, what the version I watched was taped in 1978 off the TV by some dude or lady in Baltimore. Mine had a a lot of tracking. Mine was a lot of like dials going up and down in the recording. It was, it was something.
1: Mine was from Iowa. look at that see
0: the baltimore one's great there's a lot of amazing pro union commercials on it there's a gm thing where they're like and it's it's amazing because you think about this shit now like you'd be accused of being a fucking communist for airing this but it's like there's like a pro union like gm commercial where (laughs) it's like general motors we stand by our product but even more importantly we stand by our workers. And you're like, wow, holy shit.
1: Fast forward. Oh, no, they're slitting their throats now. I <laughs> don't care about their workers at all.
0: There's a great one, though, uh, from, uh, let's see. Oh, man, what is it called? It's like the, the United Women's Undergarment Workers Association. It's amazing. It's a union for like bra makers and the commercial is like this musical thing where they sing a song about how strong their women's undergarment workers union is.
1: Oh my god, and nowadays they're the how far away where the bras are made from America, it might as well be on Kushka. Yeah. It's it's so outsourced, it's on yeah. a Star Wars planet. <laughs>
0: Look for the union label When you are buying a coat dress for gloves Remember somewhere It's totally true, Star Wars. <laughs> That's where it is. It is left reality. <laughs> also, there's a great uh, like local news thing where they're like uh, talking about someone made a deal with the Soviet Union to uh, to activate a neutron bomb, and it's like news at eleven neutron bomb. And the lady, it's like new enough in the neutron bomb's existence, I guess, where she was like, and by the way. That's the bomb that will kill people but leave buildings standing. At 11. (laughs) Now back to the Star Wars holiday special. But
1: first, a much more sinister atrocity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather be turned to fucking dust than have to watch this again.
1: Yeah, neutron bomb me. But, you know, I think a neutron bomb is pretty cool, right? Like, wouldn't it be great just to neutron bomb a city? And then everyone, everyone, all your people can just move in. It's really bizarre.
0: I think that's what Lucas's plan is, is that he's going to get all <laughs> of the copies like into just a city that nobody, you know, he can easily evacuate. Maybe it will be just like Minnesota or something like that. And just throw the new Trump, just make sure it's gone. But that's what's amazing, though, right, is in today's technology he's never going to be able to nope. do this no once something's digitized and it's out there dude like he's fucked like it's going to live on forever you can take it off of youtube as many times as you want people will find a way to get it out there we had three different copies of it that we watched for this it's mm-hmm. it's in the cloud you can't steal a cloud george <laughs> can't happen it's done it's over with well, what with a- this weather machine that i'm downloading uh I'm developing uh, you'll uh, you'll see Chris Cabin. I'll buy
1: the clouds, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my friend Steven Spielberg. He
0: just buys most of the stock in clouds. Here's a great thing that this uh, holiday special does, though. Inside Chewbacca's house, you get to see like you know, like Chewbacca's like kitchen, his living room yeah. and, and whatnot. This movie this holiday special clearly not movie caliber, uh, predicts a, a use of flat screen televisions in a domestic setting. Chewbacca's family has a flat screen TV. It's amazing. That's great. It's so great. It predicts that. It, it does predict Skyping. That's how they communicate with Princess Leia. It also
1: predicts uh, sex machines.
0: Let's talk about this for a quick second. So Art Carney yeah. comes in, and he's got like a bunch of Life Day presents for everybody. And then he goes up to uh, Itchy, Chewbacca's father, Itchy, if we haven't mentioned Itchy Baca, Yeah, Itchy Baca. And he's like, uh, oh, hey, Itchy, Uh, I got a real uh, sweet present for you, pal. Here, I uh, help you put it together. And it's like, he's setting up this chair, and I'm like, what's going on here? And he's like, all right, uh, wife's out of the room. It's probably a good time to set this up. (laughs) Have a lot of fun with it. And he puts this visor down over this fucking Wookiee's face, and I'm like, wait, what's going on and then this woman, well, no, first, it's like all these trippy images, right? And I'm like, oh, the 70s, this is fantastic. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like kind of getting sucked in. And then uh, out of nowhere, this lady shows up. And I, I guess she's some some big singer, uh, Diane Carroll. I don't, I'm not I think, too familiar yeah, with her work, but bit, yeah, yeah, she's she's clearly been around. Yeah. I guess she she does some white collar. Ooh, she's on that right. program. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's been in some stuff. Anyway, she appears and she's like, Well, how you doing, itchy? And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And she starts talking about like his desires and, and I, Yeah, she's for
1: him and like, like I was built dope. for you. It's all about it's it's a fuck machine, man. It's a jackpot. It's, it's a VR fuck machine, straight up virtually virtual reality, right? In the future. Fuck Everyone's going it's, a, it's fuck like a fu-
0: it's like a Daft Punk esque fuck helmet. It's kind of like uh, it's sort of like the thing in Demolition Man,
1: but yeah. they're not like doing it with anybody. It's the
0: three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, uh, no, he's not wiping his uh, Wookie uh, <laughs> ass. He's jerking off. <laughs> no, that's a trough. Give me a break. <laughs> The Wookiees, they, <laughs> plumbing, really? You, know, I think, you really think this is happening? No, Dude, you just shit out a hole in that treehouse yes. and it falls 3,000 of- feet to the ground. Go on the balcony, take a leak. That's Perfect. all you know. Chewbacca's pissing off that day. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think his family tells him not to? He
0: like hits him. Oh yeah, no Mala or whatever is like you know. We'll just, stop stop pissing and he's, off the he's balcony. He
1: gets he gets so fed up with it. He's like, oh, he's gonna go out for a pack of beer, right, or a pack pack of cigarettes, case of beer, whatever. Yeah. And then he just never comes back.
0: Do you think that's initially how he got on board with rolling with Solo? Yeah. It was like, he was just like at the fucking cantina one night and he was like bitching about his family life. I think it's definitely a Harry Dean Stanton in Paris, Texas thing going on here. (laughs) You think so? I think that's what we're talking about here. (laughs) He's just this lone wanderer. He just went away. (laughs) <laughs> then, like, I don't know, like it's So his father, oh, yeah, his father, like married <laughs> instead of you know Harry Dean Stanton. It's the uh, the guy from Quantum Leap who I'm being an idiot for not remembering the name of oh, Dean, uh, Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell, yeah. Stockwell yes. So <clears throat> it's the it's the Star Wars holiday special. It's a bullshit fake thing, total cash grab. You expect the Wookies to be the main characters. You expect. People like Chewbacca and C-3PO and R2-D2 to all appear in this thing, which they do. You do not expect Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher to be in this thing. But lo and behold, all three appear in character in this. Woof. I mean, Harrison Ford has been known lately for, this doing, is... for doing the cartoony rage. Right. Yeah. If well... you want to see the real rage, if you want to see him taking out a baseball bat and go into your family's house... <laughs> You bring oh, wow. up this special yes, to him. I,
1: yes, I do want to see that. But
0: <laughs> you bring you up think, this special to him. This is
1: when his soul died. Like there's a moment <laughs> in this if you freeze frame it correctly, I bet you could see like a tw- like a twinkle forever leave his eye.
0: Yeah, like it's you think it's just like the crappy video quality and it's a glitch, but it's mm-hmm. actually his soul going out his yeah. eyeball. This is
1: when he just lost it, right? This is when he wanted like after doing this and seeing how crazy and sellout he An insane Star Wars got, like, that's when he wanted Han Solo to die. Like, he didn't want. Because didn't he not, like, want to go through the whole, I think, like, there's, maybe I'm mistaken, but I think, like, by Return of the Jedi, he didn't even want to come back.
0: Well, Jedi, I remember there was some nonsense that he, I mean, he kind of rightfully so argued that the script was, like, too family friendly.
1: Yeah, and he, yeah. he didn't want
0: to be having any of that. He, he could have just stayed in that carbonite. Could have happened. <laughs> yep. You know what? That would have been a kind of cool, cool That would ending. have been fine. That is, as far as like alternate Star Wars realities go, that one yeah. I would have gone for. Oh, I'm sorry. He was frozen in what? Oh, carbonite? Oh, yeah. Sorry, dude. You, that, you, can't, you can't get people out of carbonite? I'll believe that. Well, I can, I can get him out, but we'd have to chip away at it, and he would just be in pieces and dead anyway. So, uh, no, uh, you know what? Put it in the living room. Put it in Chewbacca's living room. It's totally fine. Next to oh, the next to the of, sex machine. It,
1: yeah, like instead of having an urn on display, you got a gigantic yeah. sheet of carbonite.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh I mean, these appearances that they have are really terrible. I yeah. mean, the set of this Millennium Falcon it's wretched. It's the cockpit only it's, it's really the co- terrible it's the TV. It's
1: cockpit from Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah. They're it's... on, like, two wooden chairs, and there's, like, a curtain behind them.
0: And you can see Harrison Ford is really doing a lot of, like, oh, the ship's moving. Like, yeah, he's, he's moving. Like, he's you know, it's like yourself. one of, like, the Rushmore plays of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really bad. It's so fucking cheap. And, like, that first movie had been out. This is before... Well, clearly it's before Empire. Like, it takes place between New Hope and Empire. Right, yeah. Because he's not Frozen Carbonite, obviously. Yeah. But, like, that movie was a success. You know you're going on to make the next one. like, put any amount of money in this. Like, I know you're modeling the TV special after, like, other 70s variety shows. But this is Star Wars, man. You know what? Have some pride in what you're doing. Because it's as far as a holiday special, I mean, like. I understand you're trying to you're literally creating a holiday here. Yeah, but there's nothing very taking, other than like sitting around and like making food and watching television. Yeah. There's nothing very holiday-ish about this. It's closer to a wookie Thanksgiving than yeah. it is a wookie Christmas. It, it's very I it, I believe it's almost the same exact trajectory as Garfield's uh Thanksgiving. <laughs> Except uh, a little old lady doesn't talk to Garfield about her dead husband. I want to fucking true, kill myself. Yeah, well, that is true. But oh, that's could, sad. Speaking of, speak,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a Christmas special that takes the Christ out of Christmas. Yes, and, and it's just what, it has nothing to do with real, you know. It it creates a whole new thing. If they made if this came out today and Star Wars is so such a big thing still, like people would be furious, right? Like,
0: oh, they'd go through the fucking. hole. Like, what, I what mean, would
1: Wilfred Brimley make of
0: this, right? Well, here, here, here's the thing. Okay, I was in a movie called Battle for Ender, or some i um, somewhat business. That movie had nothing to do with Christmas, and I was fine with being in it. But my God. I discovered something my grandson showed me off of something called a bite torrent. <laughs> and it was a video of a Star Wars Christmas Christmas special. You're trying to tell me with all the goofy shit that Georgie Lucas made up. Can't think up a Santa Claus planet. <laughs> a what? planet for Santa... You can't <laughs> think now, it up. Now, God damn it, what is so wrong with a planet full of Santas? Or for that matter, we're t- you got that Tatooine
1: desert planet there so much. Why not have a couple Romans there <laughs> and maybe tell a nice story about Jesus Christ? Come back from the
0: dead. Why can't Han Solo go mano a mano with the king of the Jews? That's what I want to know, God damn it. Leah, she could talk to Mary Magdalene for a while. Try to get her on the right track. <laughs>
1: Han Solo and uh, Chewbacca could be could be smuggling some
0: frankincense and myrrh through, <laughs> through, right through uh, Imperial Judea. Look, you already got two of them, goddammit. You put a bleep blooping robot in there, it's the Three Hwasmen. It's not hard. Why am I, Wilfred Brimley, writing your George Lucas Christless Christmas movie? Now, my favorite movie moment of the last decade when they kill Hitler and engorish bastards. <laughs> Now, that was a beautiful moment. And I, I, I respect history and everything, but think about this. You got Boba Fett assassinating
1: Brutish. Could you imagine, like, if Star Wars, like, did this and it was like Judea was an imperially controlled area and, like, Darth Vader washes his hands of the decision of killing Christ and leaves it up to the people? Like, it'd be pretty powerful. Yeah, that would be crazy. At the end of the day, Vader would have to respect Jesus Christ because he's a Jedi
0: Master. Jesus is the original Jedi Master. Yeah. Because I think what you have here. Patient Zero. This is a goddamn X-mask special. That's what that is. I'll be at Walmart doing my last-minute Christmas shopping. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone in my family gets one gift goddammit.
1: Yeah, it's definitely definitely a miss. It's, it's a hard
0: tea. Ah, <laughs> uh, there are uh, some things that go along with this to make it a TV special. Like a like a variety show yeah. TV special. So you have your loose story, Chewbacca's trying to get home for life day, right? right. Yeah. You've got this family fucking around, waiting for him. Art Carney's like giving updates, right? Uh there is a thing where the little the little kid, lumpy, lumpy, right? He yeah. turns on some a cartoon. It's well, yeah. All right, let's talk about the cartoon. We got to talk about the cartoon
1: because what's great about the cartoon? It's a it's a story about Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, all of them. They they get to this this one planet called like Panna or something that's. It's like a moist planet and
0: and, uh, and there's like a Loch Ness monster on it. Yeah, yeah. And
1: Boba Fett's riding the Loch Ness monster. This is his first appearance
0: ever. Someone yeah. say moist goddammit. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Don't touch those brownies. <laughs> get out of get out of the kitchen, you rascal,
1: you <laughs> old walrus. So it's this cartoon, yeah. But what's great about it is Art Carney set this up for Lumpy to watch, and then you're realizing, wait a second. In the Star Wars universe, this cartoon about the Star Wars characters exists. Yeah. So I guess The Rebellion is so, so famous.
0: It's so famous that dude. they're
1: making cartoons about it.
0: Yep. yep. And
1: Boba Fett's like, hey, yeah, you know, sure. Like, put me in the cartoon. Like,.
0: Like yeah what yeah I'll appear in your thing oh you managed to contact me at the corner of the galaxy that I'm on my whatever hit squad mission yeah you can use my likeness in your cartoon yeah you could say I basically work for the empire sure I mean not many people know this but Hanna Barbera did make a series about Castro <laughs>
1: could you imagine could you imagine if Boba Fett like had a lawsuit against this cartoon <laughs>
0: Defamation of character. The thing that's hilarious, though, is this cartoon is the far and away the best part of this. Special. Yeah, yes, it made me kind of want to watch like a Star Wars cartoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could have been buying that. Like the way they had that Star Trek cartoon, and it was all like the right, original that was cast. Really crazy. Oh, that
1: that's probably prime for animation. Damnation. Oh yeah, you're way. right.
0: Oh good, let's take a note. Well, but that's that's what this is. It's all the original actors doing their voices. So. I was like, man, that would be a rad thing to have a Star Wars cartoon like that exist. But the style of it reminded me more of, like, the Beetlejuice cartoon. <laughs> it is kind of like, that... And, uh, like, mixed with a heavy metal kind of thing. It, it's really weird. There's some there's some mixed tones with this animation. But that's why it's badass. Because, yeah, it does have, like, the playful, light kind of, like, uh, you know, like, their, their eyes are bigger. Like, they kind of were in the Beetlejuice cartoon. Like, that's a good animation example. But the material is kind of, like, pretty serious. Like, uh, yeah, it turns out that Boba Fett's working in tandem with Darth Vader to screw them over. Yeah. He does totally, like, they realize he's, you know. Out and out griffs Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs>
1: it's good because he's he's just like, you know, they get arrive right on the planet and Boba Fett's just like, I take it you have no love of the Empire, friend. Yeah. <laughs> And Luke Skywalker's like, no, I don't. He's like, well, neither do I. And it's like, they, he immediately trusts him. And like, it's this whole, it's these, Boba Fett gets this great con over them. It's amazing. It is
0: pretty sweet. And he gets in and out. He's just like, well, fuck you guys. What I love is when, what's his name? Spunky? Lumpy. lumpy. Oh, Lumpy. Sorry.
1: Spunky's when he
0: gets to be a teenager. <laughs> now, Spunky's what Itchy's called after he gets out of that helmet place. <laughs> When Lumpy's watching this thing, it's like on some sort of Xbox no, actually, setup thing. That's
1: crusty. <laughs> oh,
0: come so, on. Sorry, I
1: need to interrupt to throw
0: that in. <laughs> Go on. So when he goes to watch this thing, it's amazing because what, what's happening in the 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 Baca household at this point is a bunch of stormtroopers and like Imperial Guards have come to their house for some reason. They're like going door to door. Right.
1: Yeah. Because the Empire is like Everywhere now. Let and it's it's, it's really a
0: weird, like, Nazis searching yeah. for hidden Jews. Well,
1: that's all the Empire ever really No, was. I know, yeah. but
0: you don't get any kind of real domestic situation like this in any of the movies. It's like this Imperial Guard telling the stormtrooper, like, you know, don't leave any door unopened. Like, yeah. I want you searching every inch of this house. It says here. Dine a the- and Bitter, <laughs> The Frank
1: girl. There's... <laughs> But the Frank He just
0: got a bunch of Ewoks <laughs> under the floorboards.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And they, they take them out, and they <laughs> then there's a pile of dead Ewoks I mean, on the speaking lawn. Speaking of
0: Inglorious <laughs> Bastards, they're just looking up. Yeah. Well, because the guy is like, it says on your registration form, there's four Ewoks registered in this oh, house. The, oh, the, the census strikes again. <laughs> oh, my God, the census. They just want to know where you all are. <laughs> And it's just three Ewoks and Art Carney in this house. And the guy's like, hey, uh, you look like Honeymooners legend Art Carney. You're not a (laughs) Wookiee. And he's like, that's right. Uh, I'm just a friend of the Baka family. I'm just here for uh, giving away some Life Day presents. And they're like, where is this fourth (laughs) Wookiee? And they're like, we're going to sit here until this fourth Wookiee filthy Wookiee gets home. But the
1: Empire is very right, because that fourth Wookiee is like running gun-running missions against the Empire. I mean, they're, they're really kind of justified in their searching of this household.
0: This is what doesn't make any sense though. So the end of A New Hope, right? They all get their medals from Leia. It's the dumbest scene in that movie. They all are... There's a big ceremony. They all get medals. Everybody's a hero. Uh-huh. Fantastic. But it's very clear that the 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 rebel alliance, this resistance, this uprising, is still in its early stages. Like, there's so much work to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, Han Solo, we still need your help. Come on. You got to continue to help out. Like, all this shit. But the beginning of this special is basically... Han Solo dropping Chewbacca off for fucking Thanksgiving break. Like, that's what's happening. He's like, oh, I'm really happy to give you this ride for your life day celebration, buddy. It's like, you know what? There's an uprising here. And Chewbacca, whether he likes it or not, is really tied into it. So you know what? Yeah. He's not coming home for Christmas this year. That's just what it is. He's, you know, you got to think the bigger picture here. Like, you know what? We have all these Imperial Guards coming down and screwing with our everyday way of life on Kash. So, like, hey, there might not be a Life Day next year, all right? Frankly, I'd rather watch the Dutch-esque adventure that is Chewbacca (laughs) and fucking Han Solo trying to get home for fucking Life Day. Dude, I would love if there's a scene in this. Where fucking Harrison Ford's driving the Millennium Falcon, and Chewbacca puts on the mess around, and he starts (laughs) dancing, and and Harrison Ford's getting pissed off and pissed off, and then he looks over, and Chewbacca's just turned into the devil, and he's laughing at him because this could (laughs) also be planes, trains, and automobiles, and
1: they they stop at a space truck stop,
0: and um, Han Solo shows him a nudie deck. Yeah,
1: (laughs) they pick up some nice young young girls because they're because. Oh, yeah Ord Mandel, well, we're going that way anyway. It's on the way to <laughs> Krishka. and then it's just like Harrison Ford, the- you know the hand solo is just like my wallet's gone my my, my, next, my wallet. Chewbacca, do you have your wallet goes
0: through his fur you should have spent the, all the and, all that money on fireworks they were, they got
1: conned by a bunch of call girls
0: hussies, hussies, hussies. tramps tramps and hussies trollops. and trollops. or another variation on what this where this movie could have gone they stop at a truck stop and Harrison Ford and Chewbacca have been kind of buttonheads for a while. And Harrison Ford is sick and tired of being around Chewbacca. And he goes into the bathroom while Chewbacca goes into the convenience store. And he looks in the mirror and he tries to weigh his options. And then Han Solo comes out of the bathroom and he sees a lumber truck pulled up, a lumber space truck. And he talks to the guy for a minute. You don't see what he says to him. And then they both get in the lumber truck and drive away. And as they drive away, Chewbacca comes out of the convenience store like Karen. In black at the end of five easy pieces yeah. and he fucking left him in the parking lot I would love it
1: I could picture it too that'd be great lumber not-
0: spaceship we mean <laughs> yes it's a lumber <laughs> spaceship excuse me I would love it I would absolutely yeah. love yeah, it I want that movie rather instead I have another there's another musical interlude with some guy with a super long am I the only one who had this what what is it This guy, he sings a song. I I, I had it. Yeah, there's this guy who sings this super long song in the middle of this. I think it's right before or right after. I mean, it
1: is advertised there as a...
0: I think it's supposed to be a performance by Jefferson Starship or something. Oh, it is, Yes, it is. That's another thing where... Oh, this is the point I was getting at with the cartoon also, but it happens with the Jefferson Starship music video that's in this. Yeah, big Uh, old
1: shrug there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Every time these things have to come up, All of the fucking, like, uh, uh, Gestapo that are in the house are, like, hey what are you watching and they all gather around the idiot box and either watch the star wars cartoon they watch the entirety of the jefferson starship thing and what's amazing (laughs) is when they're over with it just cuts back to chewbacca's living room and no one acknowledges what they just watched like no one has any opinion about like oh that was fun or anything it's just like let's pick back up where we left off it's so insane it's like (laughs) Wait, It's so like an
1: Imperial officer just watched part of a cartoon where Luke Skywalker was a hero and stuff. And it was, <laughs> he's just like, oh,
0: it was, hey, it's it, like, yeah, it, it, this it Imperial officer me. just watched like rebellion propaganda yeah, and was fine with it. Yeah. And like that kid should have his fucking neck broken for well, watching that uh,
1: shit. It is life day, sir. <laughs> we'll All right. We'll come back day. and
0: kill him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's your potato. We're coming back. <laughs>
1: Oh, the, the traditional potato, the traditional life day, day potato.
0: Speaking uh, of cooking, there's a five minute scene where you watch a fucking space cooking show. In it's this. Terrible. Harvey Corman in some get up. I don't know what he's the supposed fuck this, He's supposed to be like a, a four armed alien. Julia, Julia Child. Right. And he's like a fucking Futurama he's, joke. He's, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It it was, what, was, what
1: was that? Uh, salazar whatever it's like emerald oh yeah
0: i forget what it was yeah i forget but this is like a julia child thing and yeah harvey corman who plays like three different characters in this special it's i mean ladies and and gentlemen and i mean harvey corman is fucking funny (laughs) he was great man carol burnett show fucking hilarious dude and you know what he's not in this fucking show oh funny Funny at all yeah there's there's not a laugh to be found at one point and it's like Chewbacca's wife is trying to get like the recipe to make like a Bantha steak or something. And it mm-hmm. goes on forever. It's over five minutes of of you watching a character watch TV. Watch a fake space cooking. This show. is what you wanted. This is what you thought the American public. So <laughs> it sounds like you're
1: rubbing George's nose in
0: I it. I really like <laughs> I do, this is the one Take I don't
1: understand.
0: <laughs> I really just I would put like a boot in the back of the head, smell it. Whoa. Oh Jesus. And like what on what planet are you thinking that somebody is going anybody is entertained by Space Julia Child, <laughs> but without any jokes. Not one fucking joke. But
1: you joke, know who dude. what we are entertained by? Space three. Oh, gosh. this Wait, let's uh,
0: let's end the conversation on this sequence, <laughs> so it wouldn't be a a festive holiday special without going to a little cantina on a little desert planet called Moss Eisley,
1: which by the way is also presented as an as a broadcast on the television in this house. Yep, and it's like um, it's a Tatooine tr- transmission that's like showing the world how terrible it is on Tatooine without the empire or something. It's some weird thing like it's like a propaganda thing. It's like gar- It's a it's
0: a pro-empire yeah, propaganda.
1: Exactly. Guy. It's like the it's like uh the wire or something. It's like <laughs> look how oh my god, look look at this. Look at this wretched hive of scum and villainy. B-Arthur's there.
0: <laughs> so here's B-Arthur, right? And like she's fucking great. I mean she was great. Yeah. B-Arthur was fantastic. But again, I mean, someone who's made me laugh countless fucking times. Like growing up, man, I watched a lot golden. of Golden Girls. Dude, you... I totally did. I even watched a little bit of Golden Palace, which I don't. Was she on Golden Palace? What the Palace? Hell is Golden Palace? It was a spinoff where some of them opened a hotel. Are you mean... fucking kidding me? I'm not it sure. sucked. I, feel I remember like you just Golden my Girls, life. but I, and I remember there being a Golden Palace, but I don't remember who. was. I a... have to see if B. Arthur was on okay. Golden Palace, but so she basically is. The sole proprietor of the Moss Eisley Cantina, and the fucking penis headband is back. They're they're playing their one song
1: right. because the unspoken thing, I guess, is after the events of the first Star Wars film, and there's a dude with his arm cut off in this bar. Greedo gets shot to pieces. This poor bartender, he just had enough. Mm-hmm. He just fucking, he's like, I'm selling the place to be, Arthur, and
0: I'm moving. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Oh, yeah, by the way, losses. I I corrected my my suspicions about the Golden Palace, 1992 to 1993. Uh, only only one season's worth of episodes. But it's just Rue McClanahan, Betty White, and Estelle Getty, because at the end of Golden Girls, if I remember right. <laughs> Ma,
1: what are you doing? Yeah. You're going off to open a hotel? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Mom. Because B. Arthur that's B. Arthur, B. Arthur.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good, B. Arthur. Yeah, B. Arthur's character gets married to Sam at the end of the show. I believe oh, his I've name is Sam. That. So she couldn't open this fucking some, dumb hotel. I remember somebody got married, but I didn't know who it was. So, okay. She's working at the cantina, right? And it's like she's like the sassy bar matron and, and whatnot. And you know, the, the the penis head bands playing their tune, and it's it's not great. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's not. It's distinctly is, not great. Perhaps
1: an off night for the Cantina band. Not really. Not really killing it. Don Cherry like do.
0: didn't come in tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. I Don Cherry in the uh, Dick Penis Headpiece <laughs> bands. He says sometimes. Every once in a while, he just comes in. Um. So the way they kind of make this. You you feel the squeeze of the empire here. Is so they decree. There's like an announcement that comes on the TV, and here's this imperial commander who we see a little bit throughout the rest of the show, and he basically says like, "Listen, uh, there's there's too much uh, uh, mussing and fussing going on down on, <laughs> down on your shitty planet, so we're instituting a curfew effective immediately. Every Tatooine resident has uh, every every Mos Eisley resident." Uh, has to go to their house like you're you're done you can't be outside so the gag is b arthur's trying to get these drunk aliens to go home and they're just not listening to her so she has to sing a song about going home after
1: (laughs) after begging them all to like
0: like come on Remember, I've done so much for you. Oh, yeah. No, she has a sordid history with all of these different aliens. Like, oh, remember that jam I got you out of? You owe me this favor. It's like, what is she doing for these aliens? And she's also
1: like, oh, my God, just seeing her, like, pouring a drink for, like, a
0: hammerhead toad alien. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's – what's great is, like, be Arthur – always the consummate professional it's like going up to like these werewolf looking things and like fucking petting them and hugging them like you know oh i'm going to miss you too you know and all this shit and she's singing this song that i wanna believe yes it's called good night but not goodbye is the name of this tune and she's just singing to these things and then that it's to the music of Like it's that, but like slowed down, (laughs) jazzified, and by Cole Porter. Yeah, 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 it's Cole Porter's fucking cantina (laughs) jingle. And what's amazing is this, by the way, this sequence lasts way longer than the cantina sequence lasts in the first movie. But what you realize is this little penis head clarinet band only knows this song it's the only song this song the set list is just one song get ready to hear the fucking over and over and over again because this scene does not end and these guys only have the one tune and then they got to slow it down so b arthur can
1: sing do you think she's paying them for this or is this like an open mic
0: (laughs) I, i i don't know they're not getting tips, that's for sure. Yeah. It's probably just a standing gig every Saturday, you know. Yeah. Tony Scott and the penis head trio are in here. Oh, Tony Scott, he went on to direct some stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess that was a bad fake <laughs> name to make up. That was a real name of someone who committed suicide.
1: Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: well, anyway, you know what I mean. There's a, there's a band leader. He would have a name, and then they're the, the penis head. God, you, really, you really
1: brought me down, man. <laughs>
0: Now I just have this on my back. No, Here, stop,
1: you know what?
0: It's Here, I'll, uh, I'll bring you back up. Here's a little bit of B. Arthur's song. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Doesn't that make you feel better? Yeah, I want to go home. <laughs> it's just it's so terrible. She convinces everyone to leave the 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 bar. Uh, she and... buys them all another round. Oh, first. that's right. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a wave of applause. There's one round on her. And also, by the way, it's not like this bar's being condemned. They just have to go home until the curfew's lifted. But it's like it, it's also
1: like, wait, so they're showing this transmission to show how terrible life is on Tatooine, that the empire is shutting down this sleepclop alien bar. Like, it's,
0: yeah. They kind of get a little bit of a mixed message thing going on here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Cause that's what this whole thing is, it's like, let's say something, play something, and then it'll be completely different. Or
0: unless what they're saying here is like, see, you can have a nice time out at your local cantina, but if you get too shitty and disobey us too much, <laughs> B. Arthur's going to sing a song. (laughs) Sanctions, curfews, you're getting it all. You know, you're going to start. Or
1: it might also be like, oh, boy, I mean, aren't you glad you're here where you have to only deal with one weird-looking alien race? Look at this planet. God damn. (laughs) God damn, they're all here. That's
0: a real melting pot of uh, (laughs) shitty aliens and werewolves. (laughs) Devil heads? (laughs) Yeah. I love that guy. (laughs) Fucking like, but again, like cops, the bar, On a holiday special? Like, what is this, grumpy old men? Like, it it doesn't make any sense. And, like, you would want... And, by the way, after this, they wrap up the fucking Wookiee thing, and it's nothing. It's totally nothing. Oh, yeah. Like, they They come home, like, they get there. Like, Solo gets Chewbacca there, and they fucking kill all the... Like, one Stormtrooper gets, like, tossed off the fucking... Thousand foot tree. Yeah, then they,
1: then they, they're like, oh, whose well, whose tree did that? Who whose tree was he dead outside of?
0: Oh, Oh, the Chewbacca
1: family. Oh, yeah, (laughs) send some reinforcements. Yeah,
0: yeah, they'd be, they'd burn it down. They
1: should have been a, there should have been a scene of Han Solo and Chewbacca like throwing that corpse in a swamp.
0: Oh, you know, (laughs) get his head (laughs) down, Chewie. You know what? This is great. This is great. (laughs) Got the. uh, Life Day sacrifice right here, ready to go, yeah we got our life day roast, <laughs> yes. well,
1: what do you think our religion is
0: <laughs> what's amazing I mean this the Harrison Ford acting, especially in this scene, is he's doing his best holiday special tone of voice because it's a lot of like. You and your family are like family to me, pal. I'll always love the Baka clan, you know, and all this shit. He's like, he hates himself so much. Dude, I bet he, he, he was in a
1: contract.
0: In he, that, he, that. I was going to say he went into his trailer, but there weren't any trailers on this. He went into wherever dressing room at the studio and punched himself in the balls repeatedly until it was time for him to do a take again. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it feels like he's just kind of like trying to do what um, Andy Kaufman did when he met Howdy Doody. Like, whenever he's talking to one of the fucking Wookiees, he's like, boy, I'm so happy to have met you. (laughs) This has been such a great time. (laughs) Can I go now? It's so, dude, it's so useless. (laughs) And then, like, they all, what's, this is so stupid. So, like, they all, all the Wookiees on Cash walk into this big red ball spaceship thing thing. no idea what this thing it's like
1: it's heaven's gate promotional video (laughs) the red matter
0: yeah yeah they walk to the red matter and then it's just this huge room where they're all standing around and they all brought their life day presents with them and they're all done all over the place and then han solo who's left the movie comes back leia's there skywalker's there they all roll in the fucking robots are there the two droids and the droids are about to like preside over the life day ceremony when the humans all walk in and they're like oh hey chewbacca we were all worried about you but i guess uh you got back safe and you can have your glorious life day and then carrie fisher treats us to a tune of a day to celebrate she just sings a song while they all stand there staring fucking blankly at nothing (laughs) Great holiday, yeah, yeah, and and then it just like there's so much like we could do so much on this. There's but layers, I mean,
1: it's like an it's like an onion.
0: It, it's every it's layer the stinkiest, most disgusting onion. And when you get to the end of this disgusting onion center, Carrie Fisher just sings a song. Ugh oh no amount of drugs in the world like I'm oh so, yeah I, I i can't even imagine what i mean could, I'm, what I'm, joy you could ever extract from this i'm sitting right here saying like it's a definite recommend like you have to find this on the internet because i what i <laughs> but you got
1: to find more more the more more drugs than in the world
0: yeah i mean get find all, all the, drugs. the drugs get all yeah. the drugs yeah <laughs> do them all at the same time right. easy on the barbiturates like know.
1: spice that's a big drug <laughs> In Dune and Star Wars, right? Because <laughs> Han Solo got busted for dumping a load of spice at the first sign of an Imperial cruiser. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> what, a, what a fucking amateur hour. All smuggler. right, here's,
0: here's the deal. If it's from the ground, take it down. That's what I'm saying, all right? <laughs> Do that, and then find we the, should, har- we should the Star pre- Wars Holiday Special. Let's
1: preface that, you know, let's let's say only we mean that only for residents
0: of of Washington, Washington and Colorado, Colorado and
1: and the <laughs> Netherlands
0: and Uruguay. Uruguay and uh what are, oh uh this apparently the city limits of Portland Maine. Oh,
1: and I forgot North Korea. That's right. It's legal. <laughs> I'm just saying it's legal.
0: <laughs> anyway, I mean no Either serious. that or chug a bunch of whiskey like this. It's you can't watch it sober because it's not going to hold your attention. You have to be spaced out in some way. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you pay. Oh, God help you. if You try to pay attention to it. I, well, because here's the thing. Right. The, and this is what I, I texted you about it, Eric, when I watched it last night. But it's like, oh, the first it, like feeling you have is because I'd never seen it before. and I was like, oh, wow. It's a new Star Wars story with Han Solo and Chewie and they're in the M- Millennium Falcon. I mean, that lasts six seconds. And then you realize, like, the quality of it is so terrible that it's not going to be worth it anyway. And then all the recycled footage from the first movie is just there. And you're like, oh, it's really that bad. But, I mean, this is a seeing is believing. I mean, it's a rock and a hard place situation because, yeah, you should (laughs) see it because if only because George Lucas doesn't want anybody else to see it. Yeah, yeah. You have to see it out of spite. That's the first thing. (laughs) But here's the backlash on that. Uh Uh-huh think in the future when, he you know, w- this when, in 3D. Jo- well, no, when George Lucas has like fucking robots in his blood and he can live till he's 300. Definitely. And, and this kind what? of stuff happens. And we're in the minority report future. Yeah. <laughs> and you can like look at what people have seen in their heads just to make sure that he gets rid of every trace of it. He'll start assassinating people <laughs> who have seen it and are talking yeah. about it. So I'm telling you. It, oh, so he's is,
1: gonna he's gonna delete this episode one day. So back it up
0: on your hard drive. Yeah, job. yeah. All make some the- copies of this. Hide it <laughs> in some subfolders. He'll come for you. Yep. Oh, he's, don't think he won't come for he's you. He's coming for. He's coming for me. He's <laughs> got nothing better to do. I'll gobble the world if I have to, Stephen. Buy him out, boys, <laughs> and he just breaks my computer. <laughs> That's the Star Wars Holiday Special on this special edition of WHM On Screen. For more information about our several shows, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy.